So here's the thing. What do you do when your friends are assholes? I'm sorry, I can't hear you right now because I'm eating one of the best chocolate chip cookies I've ever had in my entire life and listening to the waves crash outside here at the Santa Barbara Beach at this hotel. Oh, that fucking cookie was amazing. Oh, my God. It's still in my mouth, and it's still so good. That's what she said. So what do you do when uh, your friends... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, go ahead. What do you do when your friends are... When you have friends that are being assholes? Like... What's the protocol? Well, there's some friends you just go, what up? And then there's, uh, here's the key question. Here's the sub question to Uh that, okay? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Is, why is this even a question? (laughs) Meaning, why Uh can't you just say to your friend, you're being an asshole. What's happening? So why is it a dilemma for you? I have a few friends, and we have a lot of really close friends. We have a lot of very close friends, and they're amazing people. But a couple of them are kind of being a little bit assholes. I'm sure they're saying the exact same thing about you right now. That's not possible. There's no way. (laughs) Because, see, I don't run into asshole dilemmas with my friends. I think this is kind of a Bodie Elfman subject. This is going to be the the Bodie Elfman has a few things to work out podcast (laughs) title. You know, I have found that friends, it's an interesting thing, like the whole subject of friends. Yeah. Sometimes some of them could be kind of like difficult to deal with and it's the protocol or the 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 how do you you know like the the politics of how to handle that. Like I have a lot of friends and their wives. Okay, so it's not that your <laughs> friends are being assholes, it's their wives and that's the protocol problem. And it goes Because through. otherwise you just say directly to your friend, "Dude, what the fuck? There's no protocol. You just say to your friend, but, "Why are you being like an asshole?" But it's like a hidden influence. I see. It's so like, it's you, so then it becomes protocol because it's socially unacceptable to say you're acting like an asshole and I think your wife is the source. <laughs> I, th- I think that's what you're having a problem with. I think let's that's just get what, to the nuts and bolts of this. I think that I'm having a problem with a couple of my friends' wives. Okay, so and, that's what this is about, and it's difficult because I, it's di- because you can't really say that. To a fr- for instance, no, because okay. then you're acting like some bad third party in okay. the ear of the husband. Okay, Why so, can't you go to their wife? Uh, well, yeah, because then you're gonna push wife buttons, and it's not really your place. But yet you're you're there's that danger. There's that danger uh-huh. that you go to the wife, and then she gets like really offended that I bring it up, and then she's like, you know what Bodhi just said to me? You ought to go punch him in the fucking nose. Like it could be uh-huh. one of those kind of things. I don't think any of our friends' wives would tell their husbands to go punch you in the face. Uh, I think I know a few. I mean, I, I could tell them to do that. I, did, I, absolutely, I am in a position to say it's okay to punch you in the face. I but. think there are four friends that I can name right now that their wives <laughs> would do anything they could to get their husbands to punch me in the nose. Okay. Um, See, I don't, I don't have that. I don't know, have that in my life. You know, you, you are a very, very, very good friend, and you're one of the – you're an amazing friend to have. You're because a good friend, too. Well, let me just finish. Right. You're very – because you're very giving and you're very easy to get along with. You do patient. have one little I'm patient. No, no, you, but you do have one thing that gets that I don't think you would realize is that I have friends come to me all the time that's mutual friends of ours okay. that say to me, "Does Jenna not like me?" No. Yeah. And I I try to tell them it's not that she doesn't like you. It's that she's I'm overwhelmed because my husband busy. doesn't do no. anything to help me. So I don't have any free attention to put on my friends. So I come off as aloof when really I'm just a deer in headlights looking at my overwhelmed life. 
For some reason, that's, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's not the answer that comes out of my mouth. That's not how I describe it. <laughs> I she's not aloof. She's just completely about to have a I nervous say, breakdown. I say, she's a bitch. What do you want from me? <laughs> but, but I and it, it's and your, no, honey, you don't not do anything. It's uh, that's I a know, lie. I know. I ish, know. Ish. <laughs> okay, go on. I, I do have one friend in particular that always says to me, "Does Jenna not like me?" And I always say, "Just talk to her, dude. She's your friend too. She loves you. I think she's just." She's just she gets busy. No, and I so do. I have this weird thing. Sometimes. I know my mom used to have the same problem. Really? Yeah, it's it's genetic. <laughs> it's genetic. It's in your. It's a genetic disease. It's in your DNA. <laughs> Aloofness is a genetic disorder that <laughs> I got from my mom. No, because I'm such not. If you know me, I'm very effusive. You're the friendliest person I know. Yeah, like I'm not an aloof type, but no. I do have my moments where I am aloof. It's not but aloof. It's it's, it's busy. You get distracted or busy or something like that. Yeah, but I can be. I do know that I get around your friends sometimes. I can feel it. <laughs> and I shut off because I'm kind of yeah, like, okay, this is Bodhi's zone. Like, that you, we've talked about I go that. into you, like it's guy zone and you you're doing your friend thing. To a mega bitch when my friends come over. I don't know what I don't it, know and, what it is. And my friends' I do, wives do but the I same thing. Yeah, all We've right. talked about this. We've talked about this before. We've talked about how... Because it's like guy time, and chicks have no interest. Girls have an immediate... I have no interest in, like, dude time. I'm like, good, you're no, doing dude time. I'm not shutting that. up. Every girl is built in automatically into her <laughs> DNA structure to automatically resent the fact that her boyfriend or husband has friends and that they do things without the girl. Oh, yeah. It's built no, in. No, but I could be standing right there. Oh, no, no, no. And it, I go aloof because I'm just like, yeah, it's there's a guy. It doesn't involve me. That's why. It's like. Well, you can say like, hey, no, it's hello. like, oh, finally, something that doesn't involve me. No. And I can take a mental break. No, because there's a, a, a there's got to, it's like a, a an ingredient. It's got to touch because they're of not resentment coming over. No, they're not. Com- Let me finish because you're really cutting me off here a lot. They're coming over. Like if they come over to the house and you guys are doing something, they're not coming over to see me. They're coming over to like get ready to go on a hike with you or <laughs> do a workout in the gym with you or go have dude movie night upstairs in the office. Or So they're not coming over. It's not like a group. Uh, Let me finish. You made me Let, sound uh, like wait. I'm living in a spa. Like I live literally in the dream world. <laughs> I like this, this is what you do. Shut up. So... <laughs> <clears throat> It's interesting that you need to cut me off because it's true what I'm okay, saying. Okay, talk about it. Talk so, about it. So all these things, it's not like they're coming. If we all were going out to dinner together, I'd be engaged. Do you know what I mean? But they're coming over to do your stuff. So then I'm like, ah, oh, I don't have to put my attention on but it. But why don't you say hi? Or why don't you just like have a moment of being friendly or something? Is it the girl DNA genetically engineered to be a bit resentful towards I'm any- not resentful. I'm happy that I don't have to put my attention on it. I don't. I find it this. like a vacation. It's like a mental vacation from like having to talk more and are, are you saying engage that? with the world? Like what, I do so much when they're not there. Like I'm literally. You make it sound like when when my friends. No, I'm like, it's sort of like when there. your kid is playing like with I'm someone. A, another kid, you're like, oh, okay, good. That's like done. I'm a kid. You sound like I'm a kid hanging onto your shoulder. Like like Jenna, 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 Jenna. No, it's just it's good. Someone else <laughs> to keep you occupied. <laughs> okay, so and it I is. can just be quiet it and is. not. It is. It's like it's like having a special cousin. <laughs> Husbands are like having special cousins. 
<laughs> so it's like when someone comes over. <laughs> I don't know. When I, it's the opposite for you. When I have my girls over, you must get involved and interrupt us and be part of it. And it's like, can't you just leave us the fuck alone? It is true. It's the opposite. I don't know what the fuck. I it's like I finally want to have time with my girls, and you're like crashing the party, oh. jumping in. You're being really loud and obnoxious, cracking rude jokes where we all just stare at you blankly. Like <laughs> I can't even believe that you find it comfortable enough to stay and impinge upon our world. Like. We're, it's like I, I, you you have like no perception to how uncomfortable it should be for you to be part of it. Uh, you're totally right. I totally like when your friends girlfriends come over. I like literally have to stay in the room. I I I tell the stupidest jokes and I think I'm fucking charming as hell. Right. I'm here to tell you. No, no, they're charmed by me. No. No, no, no. You're not. You're annoyed, but they're charmed. I'm sure of it. That's the I'm, same glossy glasses that you're viewing there is through not as one. when you make a flirty joke with a girl in line with your wedding ring on. <laughs> and you have no idea that that would actually be disgusting to a girl to have a married man like making some fucking... You can try to chop me down, but I know. I know. <laughs> I, I know how truly charming and extraordinary... Yeah, girls, when they're having girl time, don't want boys around. Just... Maybe as an only child, you never learned that. <laughs> well, I I do have a few friends that that are kind of a bit of a pain in the like. Nose. You never have brothers. You never had brothers and sisters to like kick you out or boss you around and be like, "Not now, get out of our space." Like you never had anyone tell you, "No, no that's, that's, go away." That's you. That's you oh, for I, the last twenty two years, right? And you still have not caught on. So <laughs> I have a problem with your IQ. <laughs> really. Well, I'm just curious what okay, part I of think you is not had, catching the drift. I think we've established that I have a two-point higher IQ than you do. I think we've been through that. And those two points, I don't know what they're serving you. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're missing the boat on some pretty hefty subjects. Uh, what category are those two points? <laughs> they're not benefiting you at all. Like navigation. Or <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have friends that are totally a pain in the anus. Totally a pain in the anus. Uh, you know what's interesting is friends that you could have friends you for a described, long sorry go ahead friends for a long period of time but there could be like a hierarchy to friends you know like I'm really fascinated I don't by, like that idea no I know but you, do you know what I mean like certain friends could become very successful and certain friends could become not as successful and and I never want to care or think about that but I have friends that kind of like think about that a little bit or they they kind of go out of out of communication because they've gotten much more successful or and isn't it you know there's like have you noticed that like there can be like a hierarchy or a protocol to like yeah. what types of friends are certain friends hanging out with and it's weird i've and, done it and maybe I've i'm done, guilty of it i'm totally guilty of it i don't do it anymore but i think i definitely had uh you just unconsciously if you're not i don't know grounded or i think i was having my eye on the goal too much and was caught up in like finally some success after fucking busting my ass my whole life and i let it affect my friendships and i totally did that to people yeah i don't do it anymore that i'm aware of because i don't feel that way i i, I just love people so yeah. i don't care i think we did that for a couple of years yeah i and, did and, and i didn't even have the success i just had your success mm -hmm. <laughs> so i was like oh fuck yeah but I don't do that anymore either. But I have some friends that I can feel. You can feel the 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 hierarchy come mm -hmm. in. Like, oh, we're not hanging out with that type of friend anymore. I and I don't like. Th they're all still my friends. But I but I I you want, don't like that vibe. I don't like that vibe because well, karma's karma's a bitch, isn't it? 
Karma's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll help you up. Yes, we way. shouldn't have done it in the first place, and that's then true. we wouldn't have it done to us. Yeah, that's right. But I, I, I. It doesn't bother me when people do that because I understand it, and I just keep talking. Any, I just send them more. Just, I'm touchy with stuff like this. You're really. I'm like a chick. You're always in some hosiery with someone. No, no, that's not true. Oh, tell me. Are you? Oh, uh, really? <laughs> okay, you think that, and you accuse me of being in hoserize. You are. Do you want to dis- explain what a hoserai is? I think it's you're Jewish. the Jewish one. It's it's Jewish. It's Yiddish. It's Yiddish for like a big, dramatic. Um, we should look it up. I'll, I, I should look it up. Well, you can't look it up. But it's like kind of in a, a bit a, of a histrionic mess, right? Yeah, and a yeah. bit of a like get yourself all worked up yeah. about something. Yeah, like I a little I, bit of drama. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, and that's a, that could be a Jewish thing. Like Jews create drama. There's listen. That's not a racist. Or prejudiced remark. That's a post-judist. That's after many years of analyzing. Post-judist? Yeah, what post. did you say? It's like judging after. It's not prejudice, prejudging. It's post-judice. It's, <laughs> it's post-judice? It's post-judging. <laughs> Sounds like Beetlejuice. After I've seen so many of uh, elements within myself, my family, and my Jewish friends, Jews do like drama. I mean, there is a truth to that. Okay. There's a certain truth. Hey, listen. You're the Jewish one. It, I'll it let may, you talk about It may about not that. be popular, but... Sorry to say, but black girls like drama too, and they really—I have a lot of black girl friends, and they love drama. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's why I get along with a lot. That's why I get along so well with black girls because we both love you have drama. That in common. Yeah, we both love drama. So, like for instance, I remember a time when um, I have a lot of Jen and I have a lot of friends that are female, like a lot of girlfriends. Probably we together we have a ten to one ratio of girlfriends to guy friends. I think. I don't know. And and there was a period whereby. I had noticed that a bunch of them were single and had really like long, beautiful hair. Follow me on this. This is there's a something I have no that, idea where you're going. I know, but this was a pretty heavy part seems of my life. Non sequitur. I know, I know. It seems like a very okay. weird thing I'm saying. But we we listen, don't look out at the beach. Look at me. I got something I'm saying. Sorry, here. there's beautiful waves <laughs> crashing outside. We had we had, mm-hmm. and we still do, a, a a series or a bunch of women that were single or had been single for a long time and had kind of beautiful hair, beautiful, long, um, what's the word, like luxurious hair. Mm-hmm. And I, st- and I noticed that there was a, they started to like take on a, a, a vibe of like a Wicca, like a witch, like a Wicca thing to me. Mm-hmm. And I sent out a big email to everyone I know, jokingly kind of outing that I feel like some of our friends are Wiccas, witches, <laughs> because they, they they have a vibe that's you're looking at me like I've lost my mind. Just follow, do you remember this? Uh-huh. And I and I sent out this big email. And I remember email. how cranky no, they got. No, but I sent out this big email giving the hierarchy of of the Wicca <laughs> of the Wicca coven and who was in charge and who was the the neophyte and uh and and who was recruiting and where who was CEO and who was CFO of the whole Wicca coven. Mm-hmm. And I sent it to everyone we knew. And I got two things happened. And this is an important lesson for everyone listening. Two things happened in my life after this. I got responses back from all the girls that were in the coven <laughs> that were that were really upset at me and that it was not a funny thing to say. I got a lot of responses from guys feeling like finally I had outed the coven and they felt very relieved because they now they knew <laughs> who the coven was. And then this is the more important thing that happened to me. I had the most severe ankle break 48 hours later. <laughs> Right before right I was before about the to birth have a, of my first kid, mm-hmm. and I was uh, I I had a shattering ankle break, like it almost has a had, was a compound break, and I was in the hospital 
the day before the birth of my first child and couldn't stand. You couldn't walk for I months. Walk. You couldn't carry our kid around I was the house. In, I was in crutches for the first six months of my son's life. With the fucking rolling knee thing. <laughs> right. Like a fucking so I learned a valuable lesson, which is that I'm here to say that I don't know I any. attack the Wicca. That is that none of my friends are in the Wicca coven, and, and I want to make that very clear. <laughs> I don't have any friends in the Wicca coven. Meaning they've all found mates? No, meaning that I... I, You're not friends with them anymore? No, meaning that I no longer refuse to acknowledge that any of my friends were in the Wicca coven. Oh, okay. To begin with. Oh, that was a long story (laughs) for an ankle break. (laughs) That pain was more about me than you upsetting no, people. I was, are you kidding that me? That was hell. Are you kidding me? I was fucking miserable. It was about my, I was miserable. No, I was no, fucking I miserable. No, I was miserable. No, you were miserable because your fucking titties <laughs> hurt so bad. Yes. Okay, that had nothing to do with my and ankle And I was break. recovering from a C-section and didn't have a husband who could walk a kid around the house. Yeah. When he but, was crying yeah, but and listen, starving. But listen, listen. That had more, my to, off. more to do with your nipples being bit off by our first kid <laughs> <laughs> and your chewed up nipples <laughs> than it did to do with my outing the coven and getting a spell put on me and getting my ankle break. But look what you did. See, you created <laughs> antagonism. You're right. And you're right. And I you did. do that. You actually do that. I you do. find something funny, but you don't think about the other person's point of view. You just go, no, they'll think it's hilarious. I would think it's hilarious. I learned my lesson. But that's the wrong I will never do that again. It was an obnoxious thing to do. I just thought it was kind of funny or humorous or aesthetic that I had all these single girls that had not been with guys in a while. Yeah, do you think that they're thrilled and think that's hilarious that they're single and hadn't been with men in a while? It's not something they're going to be like, yeah. They were all beautiful and they all seemed to not want to be with guys and they all kind of looked like what you'd think of like a witch would look like, kind of beautiful and long, Take a chick who really wants a man, hasn't (laughs) had one in a long time, and then is called a witch. Listen, God damn it, I don't want to break my other ankle. None of them were witches. <laughs> I'm just saying, none of them were witches. Not a fucking, not a one of them. No coven, never met a witch in my fucking life. Actually, I did. I did, I, I did meet one girl in France when I was a teenager who said she was a member of a coven. But that's, that's an open, she openly said that. I uh-huh. didn't accuse her of it. But I'll never do anything like that again. So, can I just ask you something? Sure, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> do you... Like, are you willing to go for, like, this is sort of like vows, okay? Yeah, are yeah. you willing from here forward yeah. to stop getting into mishugana with people? Yeah. I need to stop getting That's into That's probably big, the wrong usage of mishugana. I, I need to stop. to get, generating mishugana, creating mishugana, being in a hazerai, creating hazerais. Yeah, I need to stop getting into things with my friends. I get yes. into dramas with my friends. I know. There's one, I don't understand. There's one friend in particular, a girl. That pushes my buttons beyond belief. Okay. I love her so much, but she makes me nutso. And it brings out all the little fucking, the little Jewishy housewifey side of myself <laughs> with my, with my, so with my babushka on. <laughs> and that's the one that I need to really just like smile, grin, and bear it. Because I'm better at not doing that with so many of my friends. I'm finding myself going, listen, stop with this dr- making drama with your friends. Like, just get along. Be a, be a good, loyal friend. Or find people that you don't have that no, with. No, no, like, no. I think I have great friends. I've, I, yeah, I think okay. it's, But, you know, there is something. I mean, you have to acknowledge, though, of, of all the people that you know. I also have a quality as a friend that's different than most people in that I'm, I'm, I'll go out of my way to do anything, no matter how uncomfortable it is for a friend. I know. No matter how irritating <laughs> and uncomfortable, <laughs> you'll go out of your way to create that. <laughs> Oh, that's oh uh, is that not what you meant? That is not. That, no, that's not what I meant. I oh, mean sorry. To say, Restate what. Okay, what? What, let me go back again. So what I mean to say is, is that 
even if something is an uncomfortable area, like a friend that has a problem or a friend that has an issue or something pretty, you know, not cool, I will, I will do whatever I can to help them out of it or through it, even if it's awkward, uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and not fun. I'm mm-hmm. good with that. Mm-hmm. And you are too, actually. You've done some pretty amazing things for your friends that have had some areas of their life that's a little bit not so fun or uncomfortable or, you know, frankly horrific. And you've been, you've been a good friend. Yeah. We, but, but I, I love my friends and I, I do run into a little bit of getting like some of them I feel like are a a pain in my ass (laughs) and, and maybe that's more me than it is them. I just think that the, the fact that that energy can flow between two people, it takes two people. Yeah. So if you don't want that zhuzh flowing, don't be the other end of the pole. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. That's true. Mm, podcast done. Yeah. Thanks. This <laughs> 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 has been a test of the emergency. <laughs> See, the problem with Jenna is that she works things out really fast. So you don't get a lot of time to... <laughs> just fucking, you can't work it all out. Just don't be the other end of that exchange. Be something else. What do I do? Okay, so here's... Be a tree. So here. A tree does not conduct ener- no. electricity. What do I do about a few of my very close friends whose wives perhaps don't encourage the friendship or things as much as I would wish that they would contribute or grant their husbands. Find something to love about that wife. Come on. That's not the answer. That's not, that doesn't, that's not going to do anything. That's not going to handle the fact that they have an over, that their wife kind of runs like the whip. Include the wife. Create, you have to reverse vector double negative circle back and make it where she refuse, like invite her to everything to where she goes, no, you know what? You guys go. Really? And then she's willing. Okay. Yeah. See, this is those IQ points are not serving you. You're, you're not being as clever as you need to be. You need to like just start inviting the wife to everything where she's so annoyed by all the invites. She's hoping you don't invite her and would prefer for her husband to go out instead. Hey, um, we're going to go see a horror slasher sci-fi film at midnight tonight. Did you want to go? <laughs> I mean, I think you just have to look at the wife's point of view and understand. What's that point of view? What would it be? Don't want my husband to, no. to have fun without me? Probably you're dealing already with a husband that's not helping enough with the kids. So then ah. when the husband goes out, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, good. Go have fun with your friends. Fuck you while I'm I home with the kids. Because then if we ask okay. you to stay home with the kids, then you sulk and pout. Like no, it's, you're right. Like we're making you stay in and do piano practice while your friends are out playing. Yeah. We don't get to go out. You, you upstairs okay, watching okay. the football game hey, calm the other down, night? Calm down. Where you're, was I? You're getting, you're in, was I, if I just, no, I just want to say. Yeah, what? If I just got into bed and watched a football game or went upstairs and watched a movie or went out with my friends at Jenna, night at bedtime with Jenna, the kids the way you Jennifer do. Jennifer Mary Elfman. <laughs> Butala. You have my maiden name. You have turned me into your bitch housewife because of how amazingly busy <laughs> and uh, you have been this last year of your life. I literally am. I'm wearing an apron and, and menstruating tell me most what of my life. Benefits do you reap from my doing? Well? I love helping you and I love being with the kids. But don't start talking to me, young lady, about how I am going upstairs to watch TV and leaving you with the kids. I have literally been Little Miss Muffet for the last <laughs> year of my life. Like, hair in a fucking bun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking haven't shaved my crotch. 
Like I am not. It's actually not that true. Oh God. Oh God. No. 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 Oh, you. Is this where the two? Tell me how many times in the last year you took you took our kid to school. This is because your lower IQ points. The two points is is this is the two points right here. God, we were getting along so good this morning. It was such a great trip. It has been a great trip. But have you not? You come on. You know the last year of your life. Come on, come on. Just look at. Let's look at a calendar of days. Jenna out of town. And Dave's Bodie out of town. <laughs> Dave's Jenna out of town doing amazing starting things. starting to get a headache. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because of this? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I love it. I've been support. I've been very, you have been kicking ass, and I have been having an amazing opportunity to bond with the kids and learn, how to, spin it. learn how to cook and <laughs> how best to wear an apron. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and as for your not, driving the kids to school it is true that when i'm up at 1 a.m 3 a.m 5 a.m <laughs> and 6 a.m with the kids so you could sleep that i don't do morning duty as well as you do do you agree with yeah, that i know it's all petty i actually don't give a shit we'll I be on either. this this is like we're circling back to old issues I know. You know that we're truth? actually already on the other side you, of frankly you know we're what the truth is guys we have nothing to talk about the podcast our marriage is doing <laughs> fucking fantastic and we had to start talking shit about our friends <laughs> Yeah, this podcast was going to actually be uh, Bodie's podcast, and I was just going to chime in, but I got myself all worked up for no reason. That's actually the truth. Uh, we, we've we hit a spiritual sublime state of well, our marriage. it's not like the Beatles. It's, no, it's, it's <laughs> or perfect. Or like in India. Yeah, we're, no, we hit it. Like, we're, it's perfection. It's totally just a... a no, we're, no, it's not. A synth, like, huh, it's just perfect. <laughs> like, huh, our marriage is, like, it, it's like we now no longer have any issues at all in our entire lie, life lie, to talk about. Lie, so lie, we're, lie, we're just lie, enjoying ourselves lie. in Santa Barbara with a view of the ocean. And our lives are, our marriage is spectacular. And we realized there's nothing to talk about. So we thought we would just talk shit about all of our friends. <laughs> that's really that's really what happened today. So you know what? To all my friends out there listening, I'm sorry about that. It was really <laughs> fucked up what we just did to you. The truth was is we just, we just didn't have much to say because we're so fucking perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. <laughs>